Hello and welcome to episode 121 of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast. If you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, thank you. And tonight is the second of two reposted or recast episodes. Both of these episodes got the most download of anything that I've ever posted. Both episodes include the CEO of Chateau Relaxo, my wife. So I guess there's a trend there of some sort. This is our 2019 vacation. Remember vacations? Well, it was to Niagara Falls. This episode details the second part of our trip. Uh, But before we get to that, Christmas morning, as most everybody else did, I awoke to the news that a bomb had gone off in downtown Nashville, Tennessee. Yep, once again, someone had chosen to express themselves with absolutely senseless violence. For me, it is eerily haunting to see videos of areas that I know so well. 2017, there was the Mandalay Bay shooting. I've attended countless conventions there over the last 20, 25 years. I've stayed at Mandalay Bay at least a half a dozen times. The uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas shooting in 2018, I grew up in that town. We spent our weekends uh, partying and mudding out in the fields where the school was later built. And I have a family member that's actually a retired teacher from MSD. And of course, Nashville, our 2018 spring break trip, as well as our 2019 Christmas trip was to Nash Vegas. Wild Horse Saloon, Dick's Last Resort, both places that we had visited. We got caught in the rain running down uh, Broadway as we were trying to get back to the hotel. Nashville, like most every place else in the world, has had a rough year. Uh, Tornadoes, COVID, protests, and now this absolutely senseless piece of violence. You know, for me, it kind of reminds me of a quote from the movie Stripes. Bill Murray was in the the bunkhouse with the guys saying, you know, we've been kicking ass for 200 years. We're 10 and 1. We don't have to worry about whether or not we practice. We don't have to worry about whether Captain Stillman wants to have us hung. All we have to do is be the great American fighting soldier that is inside each one of us. Yes, motivation from a cheesy 1981 movie, but it is true. We're Americans. We're tough. We do possess a fighting spirit like no other country in the world. Nashville will rebuild. Hopefully it didn't lose too much of its soul with the year that it has had. But on a brighter note, Let's move on to episode 121, Niagara Falls, part two. And thanks for listening. Hello and welcome. And we continue with part two of our Buffalo Niagara Falls adventure and kind of picking up where we left off last week. And again, we're gracious enough to have the CEO of Chateau Relaxo with us, which is always which is always a treat. And so when we left off, we were on day two of our Canadian odyssey, and we had, what, eight or nine bottles of booze that we now were on the Canadian side with and had to get back into the country. We had three bottles of wine, two bottles of whiskey, a bottle of cream, two bottles of simple syrup, (laughs) a uh, a bottle of beer, and we didn't get anything at the last stop. So, yes... So the goal was initially to find a UPS store or something to ship it back Absolutely. at. Absolutely. That's that's usually how we do stuff. So the travel guide was very accommodating and gave us suggestions. But by the time we got back to the mall where we had parked and met everybody, 
we did not feel comfortable enough to get in the car and drive. So we walked around Bass Pro Shop. We bought some candy. We walked around the mall. And then about the time that we had a piece of pizza and we had some soda, we got in the car. And I think it was like 4.15. So then we pulled out our good old GPS, started looking for UPS stores. Nada. Nothing. They all closed. closed. They all closed at 4 o'clock. So now we were stuck going back across, which was... No big deal. It's it's more of a anxiety-ridden type of situation as we're going across the border. And once again, these border patrols are so charming and nice. <laughs> and what are you declaring? And what are you doing? And what have you been doing? And why are you here? And so I'm the like, GPS took us through the diff- a different border. Yeah, uh, Google Maps took us across the other bridge. Not so, the, uh, not, not the Niagara Falls one. No, they took us to another one. And I'm like, uh, like I'm in puberty with a, no, officer, we don't have anything. <laughs> so, then we got back, uh, back on the other side and decided, you know what? We will just stop at Walmart and buy another piece of luggage. And that's what we did. Instead of shipping anything back, we bought an $18. I don't know what it roller. I don't even think it was named brand. <laughs> it was a little youth suitcase that Steve's been over pulling it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think the extending handle. That's made all it Walmart up. had. Hey, it was eighteen dollars. It was cheaper than it would have been to ship anything back. We ended up kind of packing dirty clothes in that, and then wrapping the booze up in our in our other clo- leftover clothes and whatnot, and put them in two more suitcases. So every, that part worked and out And make well. it home, hopefully. Cross it did. Everything made, everything made it home. We're good. We've since bought some bubble wrap. Amazon sells these bubble wraps for bottles now that you can do it, which is, we'll see how those work on our next, next tour. So Sunday. Sunday had, was awesome. Sunday you had booked the magnificent tour, and Correct. it was magnificent. Six hours. Right. So I figured when we were trying to do Niagara Falls, we need to do the American side and we need to do the Canadian side. So I initially had booked the Canadian side. And of course, my American part of me said, oh, well, we need to see the American side. So I went back and booked that. As I was going through and booking it, I was reading the reviews. So we crossed the border. We got up and had a nice big breakfast and we crossed the border and we met at the Marriott over on Niagara Falls. A side note, I would highly recommend anybody that ever goes there to go and stay at that Marriott on Niagara Falls. There's a Morton Steakhouse within the hotel. The back of the hotel overlooks the Canadian side slash, of course, you can see the American side of the falls. Wow. You're within walking distance of the nightlife and... If you don't want to go to Morton's, there was, what, a Denny's right down the street? There was a Denny's, yes. They actually, what did the Denny's serve that we that we weren't, no, it wasn't Denny's, it was Chili's, and they served breakfast. Oh, okay. Remember? And then we were like, wow, I've never, we've never seen a Chili's that served breakfast. But there's a Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville, it, it's like Myrtle Beach. And it's, there was the whole downtown area with the game rooms and the, right there within very close walking distance, and I would highly recommend that. So that being said, we met at the the Marriott, and we had an awesome, capital A, awesome tour guide. She was good. She was very much Canadian, very much in love with the country, and everything she said had an A at the end of it. So we started out, and she took us on a very animated, detailed tour 
going up and down the road beside the Niagara Falls. She told us the history. She, the first stop we went was... The Whitewater Walk. Again, we went down an elevator. You go down a lot of elevator or, uh, elevators in Canada because everything's down at the river level. <laughs> and we went along the waterside. We were able to take a lot of pictures. There is a bridge there that at one time a year people jump, correct? Yep. So this jump, I think, is potentially like late September, early October. Yeah, similarly, they do one over in, in West Virginia, over off um, the Gully River, where we went whitewater rafting with some of the guys last year. You know, that was kind of interesting, but I think they've kind of extinguished that now. I think, yeah, they're they're kind of moving away from <laughs> from that. And this stretch of river is, I think it's, I don't know if it was a half mile or a mile, but I mean, it was just, you want to talk about Mother Nature and the power of the water was just phenomenal with the, the waves coming down there. I think it was strictly all class five or class six rapids. It was right. just, it was Lots neat of though. rocks. A lot of good photo opportunities. Nature. It's, it's just really amazing. The erosion and how the, the layers in the rocks and it's, it's just amazing. I should have paid more attention in earth science back in high school. And just driving that bus through the streets, I couldn't believe that lady wheeled that bus like she was driving a, a smart car. Right. I, there was just no way. Uh, and I guess there's, what, probably 18 to 20 of us on the, the tour? Maybe? It wasn't packed. No, I, I would say maybe 20, from, at the most and, 25. And, and then from there we went to the Niagara Whirlpool on the Canadian side, which was a little correct. bit a little bit neater. And this was actually formed... When the river took a bend, and it is a giant whirlpool that they actually bring jet boats up into, and they said that it it basically created it itself in less than 15 minutes, I don't know, hundreds or maybe even thousands and millions of years ago. It is, it's spectacular. They've got a cable car that goes out across it. Right. Hits the other side and comes, it's about a 10-minute ride. You don't get out, but you get some good aerial shots. We just didn't have time to do that. Uh, but you know, she she said, "Hey, you guys are more than welcome to come back." We actually, at the end of the tour, we they give you a two day bus tour, a bus pass. So I think it's WeGo is the Canadian yes. bus line. So they're very much into public transportation. So at the end of it, we had access because parking's a pain. Parking's not cheap, and parking is a pain over there. So we ended up paying twenty American dollars. Yeah, every time we parked so. each day. The, the interesting th thing about the Whirlpool is, like Steve said, there's jet boats. So, again, when you go up there, there's all these different, you know, you can go skydiving, you can go riding through the air, you can go through the jet boats. I think, you know, Steve and I were just trying to get the lay of the land and learn the history. The Whirlpool part on the American side, it looks like a big circle come into like a cul-de-sac and the water's just spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning in the middle of it and it's amazing and you do see the um the air cars coming in what are they called cable cars cable cars coming in and then across the whirlpool pond i'm going to use to the other side is the wolf lake lodge right, on the canadian side looks like an amazing resort it looks like a cool place. So then on the Canadian side, you don't actually see into the Whirlpool. You're on the other side, which is is a different view, and the cable car is going across. 
And it's just, it's amazing the erosion and how this developed and it hasn't gone any further and it just stays yeah. where it's at. And they've built all around this whirlpool. Yeah. It's the hotels. Hotels and the gardens. There's a huge flower clock. Uh, with, I think it was 60,000 daisies or petunias that they, they plant and make a, a, a real working clock out of it. They have the energy. Yeah, all the energy towers you can see. And then, so from there, we went over to Niagara's Fury, which was back up towards towards the falls. And that was a that was a movie, right? Yes. That, that was There was a huge difference between the movie we saw on the American side, which looks like it was filmed at the back lot of... Disney. Disney versus what was on the Canadian side that looks like it was in a full theater done at Universal. It was 4D, so you got wet. You're standing on a platform (laughs) with holes in the bottom, and the thing is full of water. On the American side, you walk in, and there's these wooden uh, trees cut in half, a.k.a. benches, and you sit down, and it's like the 1800s through whatever, the 1880s, when they were building the Niagara Falls and the the decks and everything and then you go over to the canadian side and you're standing there and this thing moves and it's got holes in it <laughs> and there's water and, and it's surround sound and it's it's uh yeah, it was 360 of video i mean it was it was well worth it, it and was. the canadian side was actually a animated of a little boy who was staying after school doing detention oh, right. yeah. and he had to talk about the history of the Niagara Falls. Yeah. And so it went through the history and it was very cute, kept you involved. And as he was sliding down the snow, you got splashed with water, blah, blah, blah. It was cool. They did a good job. And then you went down the elevator. Yep. Another elevator to journey behind the falls that everybody talks about. So you can actually kind of walk out. Um, they've got two, two stations. One is you're behind the water and it's loud as, I mean, it's just thunderous loud uh, behind the falls. You can't see much because you're looking through water. So on the American side, you walk out. You're on a wooden deck. The birds are flying all around you. The water's gushing all over your feet. And you're going up steps. You're going down steps. On the Canadian side, you're in tunnels. And you can hear the falls because basically you are right behind the falls so there's two or three tunnels, and you have to go down this long tunnel, and then it has shootouts. So one of them, you can go to the shootout, and you're not behind the water. And then the second one, you can go to the shootout, and you're right behind the water. So when you do the Canadian side tour, what what's the boat called? On there, on that side, um, Hornblower. Hornblower. When you when you do the Hornblower, and you look up, you can see the holes to where you came down the tunnels and you were standing there. But it keeps you so many feet from the edge to where you really don't get to look out, whereas on the American side, you're standing right there, and it's very breathtaking. It's overwhelming. And there's no fences if you want to decide to jump into the river above the falls. Well, they had the the metal poles. No, but I'm saying if you you went to the parks, you can jump in the river and go over the be over the falls in 30 seconds. They said. Well, what did the guy tell you? So many people trying. It was a pretty. It was a surprising number. They don't talk about it, but it's almost a person or two every month goes over the falls and commits suicide. You don't hear a lot about it. I was up there for business. I don't know, middle of June, and somebody had done it, and I was just. You would think you would hear more about it, but you just don't. But they survived. 
What that one? I think that guy did. Yeah, for some reason, yeah, he survived. Yeah, he survived. So I guess that's even a, a elite group or. So the American side, when you go on the Maiden of the Mist, it takes about 45 minutes. And on the Canadian side, they have the bigger boats. They take more people. They've got a jet power catamaran. And they get you out there and they get you back in. So it took maybe 20, 25 minutes at the most. They get almost 700 people in that boat. So you multiply, I think. The advantage of doing all these tours was everything was paid for. You just paid for the tour. You got all your tickets and all the parking. But I think it's 20 or 25 bucks. And they run two boats or three boats an hour at about five to, to six hundred people. You do the math; that adds up really quick. I mean, on the a, Canadian side, on the Canadian side, and they said they pull the boats out. They said into September or so, mm-hmm. October, they pull the boats out, and they were saying that the American side, the made of the mist, they were going to go and switch to jet boats this year. They were actually having them built, but it was it was pretty interesting. I mean, it was neat how they get you right up to the falls, and you're going to get wet. They take you in. And so that ended up Monday night or Sunday night. Did we go to the casino that night for dinner? Was that the night? We went to the casino one night for dinner. I'm going to say probably. Probably. And we ate at Three Sisters Cafe, I think. And it was typical casino food, nothing to write home about. We promptly lost all of our money that we bet with, all 20 bucks. The gift stores were filled with expensive bling-blings for your wife or some Indian yeah. arts and crafts. Right. Was it Swartzky's Crystal? They always have mm-hmm. those shops. And Buffalo, was it was kind of sad because once you got past the casino, it was like Beirut. It was just bombed out. I mean, it was sad. I'm sure at Abandoned one point. Abandoned buildings. Yeah, was, at one point I'm sure it was bustling back in the, in the day, but it was just really, really, it was kind of sad on it. And so that finished up Sunday. And then Monday, we were supposed to go on the double-decker bus tour. We were like, you know what? We're just banged up. We, we, it was pretty much the same thing. We saw the, the double-decker bus on Sunday when we were doing the Magnificent Tour, so we knew we were going to go back to the same places, hop on, hop off, which is what we usually do. We usually find the Old Town Trolley and pay for a pass and just kind of leisurely go around the city. But we kind of did a little bit different. We decided to go antiquing. We ended up driving through. Well, we found the initial store, which was the old church. The old chapel, which was neat. They had really basically just taken a, an right. old chapel, still with all the stained glass windows, and put antique booths inside it. It was interesting. It was two or three floors worth. It was yeah, it was huge. I mean, we do a especially in the south, we go to a lot of these, and all you keep seeing the same things. It's mason jars. It, the same stuff. A lot but of was, military stuff. Uh, but up there, it was a lot, a lot of different stuff, which was really pretty cool. We stopped there. We stopped at the Lewiston Antique Mall. Uh-huh. Do we? What did we buy? We didn't buy too much because we had to bring back a Saturday's little... Uh, oh, yeah. We had all, all the liquor that we had to bring back. I'm trying to think. I but, bought but a couple But there was a lot things. of really cool 1970s bar, you know, glasses and... Um, you know, there was a lot of old records and memorabilia. Tons like of that. records. I've never seen so many, so much vinyl. You no know, military memorabilia, toys, things that surprisingly were in very good shape for being forty or fifty years old. Um, and they were not badly priced. No, I, I didn't think so. Yeah, for life, I can't remember the, the stuff that we brought back. Well, when we went to the first um, place, she gave us the map. 
That's right. Yeah, and so. so then we, and she pointed out some of the better antique stores. And the final stop we went to was like a big warehouse. It was very bizarre because it was right next door to somebody's house. <laughs> and you walk up and it's got an old casket sitting out front. Hey, she was selling, she was, somebody was going to make a, a barbecue grill out of it. She had already sold that for like a hundred bucks. Right. <laughs> but as we were walking through, they had the rubber mats for the bars, which you were interested yeah, in. Yeah, and then I looked on Amazon at the same time and go, I can find a brand new one for, for cheaper. So. But I ended up buying the elephant. Yeah, you did get an elephant. So that's right. We did have to bring back about an 18-inch elephant as well. I think he, I think he went in your carry-on bag. Yeah, he went he, in my bag. But he wrote on the So we bought the elephant, and I think we bought something else because my carry-on bag was full. Yeah, we did. We did a ton of stuff. We bought stuff back. We bought a bunch of stuff back for the kid. So, yeah, we stopped at four different antique places out that way and then we ended up eating lunch at a really cool place hoover's hoover's which was a dairy that turned they turned they started selling food and so they had i mean oh the last antique place we stopped at you bought the little ashtray and then you bought something else and the guy recommended hoover's oh that's right yeah i did i buy an ashtray because i smoke so much i bought an ashtray i think for my like a 1970s hotel, hotel room ashtray. ashtray. And then we then a couple weeks later we were up in Georgia and I bought a we bought a pipe a pipe stand. So I don't smoke. We don't um, have a smoke. Yeah. We don't have pipes for. The we pipe don't have stand. pipes for the pipe stand, but it was really interesting. It's a little dowel thing. It was really pretty cool. It's cool. So uh, we'll have to find. Let's start looking for some gently used pipes. But yeah, Hoover's was cool. It was a. I just thought, I don't want to call it a hole in a wall. It was a, a dairy that they had put together a restaurant on the front end, and the food was good. We had burgers. I mean, they were, you know, they, they didn't serve a lot. It was burgers, but they were all good. I had about 30 different flavors of ice cream. And that was, yeah, I had, I think, cotton candy ice cream. Or Pop Rocket ice, Pop Rocks ice cream, or something, something good. And I think you went with the good old some kind of chocolate. I went with chocolate, but they do. Hoover's delivers. Milk, and so all over the the store, they have signs posted. Please help us recycle and bring your glass jars back yeah. for the milk. Yeah, they still do that. They have a special every day for lunch. While we were sitting there eating our lunch, you know, the local people were coming in, and it was a huge meal. It was like steak, not steak, but steak, peppers and steak, and potatoes and something else, and. So there was like a mom and a son who came in and sat there and ate while we were eating our ice cream. Yeah, it was good though. That was. That but was I a had good, a really good burger. It was a good find. And then we finished up Monday night at the O Canada A dinner show. This is like, it finally we've become our parents. But it was cool. It was apparently they've been running the show for thirty or forty years. We ended up it's family style, so you end up at a table. And that was our anniversary dinner. That was it. And we ended up at a table with another couple. They were from Charlotte. Right. And so we knew a lot of the same areas that we've been up and down. We looked at at relocating up towards uh, Rock Hill at one point. So we knew the area pretty good. And then we had a family of four. They They were Canadians next to us. And they were drinking pitchers of beer. I think Grandma or Grandpa was in a rascal scooter. It was Mom and Dad. And mom and dad, mom is not doing very well, and she wanted to come back to Niagara Falls because this is where they came for their anniversary when they got married, I think, like 50-something years ago. No, you paid a lot more attention than I did. And so they loaded mom and dad and the son and girlfriend, who's been living together for a long, long time. 
don't know oh, why. Oh, man, you really got into and it. And they loaded them into the Winnebago, and they drove across Canada because they live over by uh, British Columbia, uh, Victoria. Oh, did they? Okay, so they had a whole... And so they came back to Niagara Falls, and so while they were there, they, they came to the O Canada show, so... Very, very interesting show. The food was pretty good. It was Canadian, everything Canadian, everything yeah. with maple syrup on it. Yeah, so they, they serve, they, waiters and waitresses are actually part of the dinner show. It just, it kind of runs the gamut of kitschy um, sketch comedy like you would see in Vegas or the old uh, laugh-in type show. Nothing that, that structured, but it. In, in between. Nothing inappropriate because yeah. Boy Scouts were there. Yeah, they were Boy Scouts and a lot of interaction with the... The audience. patrons and the audience, and you finish up the meal with a maple, some kind of maple dessert. It was like a vanilla cake, cake. with maple ice, ice cream icing yeah. on it. So it was it was a battered codfish. Uh, roast, I did not eat that. No, uh, you're not a, a fish. A chicken. Was it chicken? Yes, yeah. chicken. Ch- Canadian chicken. Some green beans, some type of green yeah, beans. Yeah, they weren't. I mean, it wasn't bad. Some type the, of potatoes. Yeah, and then they did a medley of all these songs from Canadian artists that you just didn't recognize. You thought they were American songs. They were written by by Canadians, but it was or a good... Or sung. Uh, yeah, or sung by Canadians. Which you never knew. They did, they did a great job. It was probably, what, two and a half hour show? I want to say two and a half to three hours, yeah. and it was... You know, for the price of it, it was affordable, it was entertaining, it was a nice conclusion to the vacation. Yeah, it was a good way to, to finish it up. And then we got back in the car and drove back over the border for the, the last time. Thank goodness I paid attention to the metric system. I could use the kilometers on the, the speedometer in the rental car. And then got up on Tuesday morning and headed back to Buffalo Airport, which is an airport that actually has a barbershop in it, which is kind of cool. I don't know if the guy was in it. He was in it when I flew out of there. Uh, in June, but I don't know if he was in the the barbershop when we were there. But easy airport to navigate. I mean, not anything. TSA was pretty easy. Yeah, TSA. Yeah, have your TSA pre-check ready. But it was a it was a fun four days. I would go back. I would probably do more of a a Canadian tour. The couple at dinner they were doing a, a tour of all the provinces. Right. A bus tour that was I don't know. If, after this, they were starting that, and it was like fourteen days or so. On a yeah, bus. they were retired from Buffalo, New York. And they had flown back there um, after a couple years living in North Carolina slash South Carolina, and they were going to do a two-week bus tour through Canada. I think that would be really neat to do. It was a good trip. So where are we going to go next? Where's our next trip? I haven't gotten there. No? Fall Georgia. Trip? Georgia. <laughs> I think we need to go to the middle of the U.S. someplace. I don't know where. I'm going to I'm going to uh, Rhode Island here in a few weeks, so we'll see if the leaves are changing. Maybe that'll be something I still. I want. know next spring I'm thinking of the Napa Valley there for the go. college graduation gift. Somebody's going to actually graduate college. We're going to get God, one of thankfully, them. Thankfully, man. Whoa. One of them. So uh, one, two, three, four, maybe five of us will get on a bus and go through Napa Valley and enjoy the liquid refreshments. Oh Lord. And then one of them can't, so she can go and visit her family. There you go. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening, and safe travels. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics.
Thanks again.